wanted to be able to create jobs, wanted to also be able to create an environment where young people can go ahead, you know, and, and dream and achieve those entrepreneurial dreams. Well, hi guys, and welcome to the new episode of the podcast, Arise Voices. I'm your host, Tom, and today we'll be speaking to Benjamin Okonkowo, Monitoring and Evaluation Manager at the Tony Elamulu Foundation, an organization which supports entrepreneurs across the continent. Today, we'll be discussing entrepreneurship in Africa and the impact of the foundation and how it can support industrialization in Africa. So hi, Benjamin, and welcome to the podcast. How are you? Thanks. Uh, really happy to be here. Excellent. Very happy to have you here. Just to begin, could you give us a background on the foundation uh, and what kind of impact it is having across Africa? Before we designed what we now have as the Tony Elmelu Entrepreneurship Program that started in 2015, mm. you know, the, the agenda was simple. We wanted to be able to, you know, uh, train and fund uh, at least 1,000 entrepreneurs every year from 2015. Uh, for 10 years period but our idea about that is for us to be able to create uh, a playing field where all entrepreneurs across africa can have access you know create that opportunity that wherever you are in africa you can apply for our program start january one and then stand the chance if you believe well enough in your dream and you have an idea that you believe that can work we can give you that opportunity that early support that you need to even formalize your business and make your business uh, bankable, make your business able to access additional financing. And we provide the training and then we go ahead to give a seed funding of $5,000. It is still a lot to be done because every year we see nothing less than uh, 200,000 applications into our program. In the past two years, it's mm -hmm. up to 400,000. But we've been able to fund or just uh, above uh, 18,000 uh, entrepreneurs within this past few years. And these businesses have gone on to create uh, over 400,000 direct and indirect jobs. Beyond eradicating poverty, we also wanted to be able to create jobs. We wanted to also be able to create an environment where young people can go ahead, you know, and, and dream and achieve those entrepreneurial dreams. Mm -hmm. These businesses have also, you know, generated over 2.3 billion at the last assessment last year in dollars. You know, so it goes to tell you to, uh, to what extent you know, this early stage support can do for businesses in Africa. So far, we've been able to reach over 1.2 1, 1 uh, million households with the impact of the work that we are doing, and we want that to continue to grow as well. Mm -hmm. Okay, fantastic. Well, that's a huge impact there uh, and clearly demonstrated. Benjamin, could you give us a, uh, you know, from all these companies that have been created from the foundation, uh, is there a particular success story that you would like to highlight? I'll pick up one I particularly have interest in, and that's uh, uh, the story about an entrepreneur that came to us back in 2016 when she just returned back from her studies and wanted to open up uh, a coffee brand here in, in that would be the first coffee brand here in Africa. And her name is uh, Princess Adeinka, and she's the CEO of uh, Happy Coffee. And I've had the opportunity to track her progress from the time she came on board on the program until now. And she came in with a business idea. And today she's been able to create employment for over 500 Nigerians uh, you know, within her business and having outlets spread across different places, including two in Lagos. And she has one of the fastest growing coffee brands 
you know, the indigenous coffee brands in, Af- in, in Africa. And every raw material that she uses for her product, you know, are made from here in Nigeria. Recently, she's been able to also get access to additional financing that expanded her business. Why is her story very particular to me? You know, I always say that, you know, all you need to be on the Tony and Mello Foundation Entrepreneurship Program is a unique idea and believe yourself that you will succeed and then you'll be successful here. So she is a model of what I believe would uh, happen when you take a chance on an entrepreneur. And I think she's she jumps out real quickly as one of the success stories I always like to mention. That's that's great advice. What kind of sectors uh, are they in? Uh, you know, the, the, these these companies that have come out of the foundation. And of course, you would expect that agriculture will be on top of the list. But interestingly, how well uh, businesses are growing around ICT as well has also come to interest us because ICT ranks second amongst the projects that we've been able to support within the years. And then education and training around manufacturing, fashion, uh, commercial retail, food and beverage, healthcare, waste management, and uh, energy power generation. And this is like the top of our top 10 on our list. But our program is generally sector agnostic. I mean, we are not targeting any sector particularly, but once we see a business idea that we believe that has skill, that has ability to create jobs, that has ability to, you know, to alleviate poverty, is sustainable, that has a working proof of concept, we're willing to fund that. Mm-hmm. Okay, fantastic. And when these entrepreneurs come to you, um, you know, before they join your foundation, what are the main problems facing entrepreneurs in Africa today? Is it just finance um, or are there other issues, uh, you know, at play? I think that away from access to finance, which is more uh, generalized problems, one of the critical challenges in the African context is the structure around the business. And secondly, is the capacity of the entrepreneur to be able to run a successful business. And that's why we've created a program that tends to solve that problem. Immediately you come into the program, your business is structured as you come out of the other end and you have the capacity to be able to run business and we give you that access to finance. Then you can go ahead you know, and grow your business and have additional access to finance. So far, over 40% of businesses that have gone through our program have been able to access additional financing, uh, either through our program or through other programs out there. And I think that's a result of that early problem that we solved, which is the capacity challenge and also structuring their businesses. Thank you for sharing that with us. How can this uh, project or the foundation impact entrepreneurs and, and can they have a positive impact uh, on Africa's industrialization. Absolutely, Tom. Absolutely. I, I, I think that the, 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 the agenda, the industrialization agenda for Africa should first begin with uh, how they are able to harness the, the capacity of the young population. We're talking about 40% being less than 15 of age across Africa. And then in the sub-Saharan, we have 70% being less than 30. That's a huge resource if you're talking about industrialization. So where where the conversation can be expanded to more critical areas as well about government involvement and providing infrastructure for industrialization to happen. I think we need to now deepen conversation even more on capacitizing this young population to take advantage of whatever opportunity that they would have to drive the agenda for industrialization. I think that's the perspective that the foundation continues to also put forward. Fantastic. And what advice would you give to listeners who want to become entrepreneurs? I think the first thing they have to do is don't think it too much. <laughs> don't think it too much. I, I think that uh, they have to, entrepreneurs, like I always say, when I travel across Africa to talk to entrepreneurs and also uh, you know monitor the project pro- progress of our project, and I, I listen to some of their stories 
And one thing jumps out, you know, those who eventually make it as entrepreneurs are not the smartest in the room or the brightest or the most good looking. They're simply the entrepreneurs who didn't just give up. You know, entrepreneurs that were resilient enough to stay the course, show up, show up. I keep hearing the word, I keep using the word that they they just show up. And, you know, you have to show up even when it doesn't feel like. So you have to, you know, look beyond the challenges that you're facing. It might sound cliche, but it's the truth. And, you know, stay the course even when it's not convenient for you and continue to continue to push, continue to seek out for more better ways to do what you're doing. And I can guarantee you, you will succeed. Thank you for sharing that with us. Uh, and can you recommend a book or a publication that our listeners should read uh, or, or, or track down to learn more about um, entrepreneurship in Africa? You know, I'll be biased about this question because the first thing I'm going to say is go go read go read our latest impact report because the report itself is not just talking about entrepreneurship. You know, it, it has so much information in it. You know, you could just log on to a site and, and, you know, get a copy of that for yourself and read it. But more importantly, I also want to direct them to a book that recently just even changed my, my perspective and my, my, my way I look at, you know, uh, uh, myself and how I want to influence the world and grow as an entrepreneur myself. And it's mm. the power of vision. It's a, an insight into our founder, uh, uh, Tony Lomelo. And you can look at our, our site and get a copy or maybe reach out to the foundation to get a copy of, mm. of that book. And the book changed my life. It changed my perspective. And a whole lot of other persons who's been able to read it have come back saying the same things. Excellent. That's a great recommendation. Thank you so much. Uh, and final question then. Who do you think we should speak to next on the podcast? We like to ask, uh, our interviewees who they could recommend for the next edition of the podcast first I, I don't know how easy it would be for you to get mr lumelio i would say that because he epitomizes uh, you know you know the idea the idea that africa can is best supported by africans and i think anyone who would drive an agenda for uh, industrialization in africa with an africa perspective has to be someone that thinks like that but I also would like uh, the podcast to continue, consider speaking to these youths themselves, you know, because they they have this very unique perspective as to how they believe that, you know, industrialization can happen in Africa. And I think that their voice, you know, will be very critical in, in driving this conversation. Mm. Fantastic. Well, we'll aim for Mr. Elumulu uh, and also uh, for, for an entrepreneur. I think that's very important to note the two sides of the coin there. Uh, you know Absolutely. the people driving change and the people who who are, who are really going to uh, receive the change and then embody the change that is being directed from the top well thank you so much benjamin we've really enjoyed having you on the show uh and thank you for sharing your thoughts about the foundation about entrepreneurship uh, uh it's been a very interesting conversation uh, and yeah once again thank you very much thank you so much tom thanks for listening to this episode of arise voices podcast We hope you enjoyed the show and look forward to seeing you next time.